0: Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent.
1: Welcome back
0: into the second hour of the
2: program and the second hour of the week. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself with you until 2 today. Jimmy B in T.C. back from 4 until 6. Coming up this uh, hour of the program, Dylan Bontz is going to be here. Dylan uh, writes for the Ames Tribune. He covers Iowa State. Uh, We'll get the latest on Iowa State football as they begin their final week of spring preparations. Uh, Scott Dockerman, Land at 10, will be here. Um, Hawks are a week from Friday, correct, Trent, as far as their... They're not calling it a game. Are they calling it a practice? Exhibition. Exhibition. Okay. Uh, walk but, through but that's coming up a week from friday the you know, 20th the yeah. 20th so we'll have uh, them for an extra week but this is it for iowa state this week We'll have scott duckman on the hawks dylan Monts on iowa state and then jason luch we talked to him on friday uh, regarding his uh, one of his horses had an opportunity to punch their ticket to the kentucky derby they were successful so for the third straight year the all boss family racing stable will have a Horse in the gate on the first Saturday in May in the world's most famous horse race, the Derby. So we'll spend a couple of minutes doing that. I'll be watching that race in Oklahoma. Going
3: down to uh, see my dad.
2: Oh, that's right. I remember yes. you telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there? Yes, Oklahoma City.
3: Yeah, well, that's where are you going to be? Tulsa. No, <laughs> no, in the sticks, right on the Arkansas Oklahoma border. So, There's a couple of casinos I know around Oh, there. you'll be able to fire. I don't think they have horse racing at these. They're Indian casinos.
2: Uh, they may or may not then. I'm not are sure. Are there OTAs and... In, OTBs. OTBs in, oh, O-T- and... You're, you're talking, your thing in football <laughs> yes. already. Is, are there those? Oh, I'm there? sure there are. Yeah. And you know, if not, I'll get you down. Okay. <laughs> if you've got a, I've been good lately. What you Villanova, doing?
3: Patrick mm-hmm. Reed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what'd you get Patrick Reed at? 50 to 1. Nice hit. Yeah, I'd Fired at six golfers. I was feeling great. I had
2: Stenson. I had Kucher, who know, was good. Stenson was uh, in and out all week. He was. was he yeah. making a little charge. He'd give him back. Did yep. He make a little charge. Um, who else did you say? Stenson Sten- and Stenson. Oh, uh, who yeah. came back. Yeah. I also had him in a future and uh, finished in the top. ten. You know who his doppelganger? Uh, uh, who is his absolute look like? Matt Kucher. You know who he looks? He looks like one of the guests coming on this hour. Jason Luchs and Matt Kuchar. Oh, really? Are it's crazy. It's eerie. Is I I think the hairline the same as yes, well. Yeah? Yes, yeah, all yes, the way yes. through. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, they look so much alike. Um, so who else did you have? Kuchar. My, I
3: took. Uh, I had Justin Thomas at twelve to one. He that never was my got favorite. Going either. No, never could. My other, I had Bubba. I think I got him at 16 to so 1. So, all
2: the guys that you, at least the five that you've mentioned so far, they yep. were all at least on the leaderboard. And I had
3: Zach at 150
2: to 1, which yeah, is they like. faded after Friday. But right? you got to take five bucks on that oh, at 150
3: to 1. Of course, of course you do. Of course. so
2: got a rooting interest
3: in yeah, the local guy? I, my futures are looking good. I, I'm liking this futures market. Mm hmm. Now. That's the first time in years that I've
2: actually hit one of these features. They're fun, though. They're fun. <laughs> they are. About, you know, I, I got to thinking we were talking about the Sixers in our last segment. Mm-hmm. How about the city of Philadelphia? Oh, yeah. Eagles, Nova, uh, Flyers are in the playoffs. They Sixers are a three seed in the playoffs. And they get their rival right. Philly does. Yes. Pittsburgh, Phil. You know, just real quick on this, because I know nobody cares. <laughs> a few people care. No, I don't think anybody does what I'm about to say. <laughs> oh, okay. Other than me. Okay. So I root for the Jets. Did you know? No, not not the New York this is Jets. This news to you. The Winnipeg Jets. The Winnipeg right. Jets. There's, there's two Canadian teams in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Toronto yes. and Winnipeg. Yeah. One of them starts on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Winnipeg. Also starting on Wednesday at that time is Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Two Pennsylvania teams. Right? Okay. CBC, the home of hockey night in Canada since the 50s. The number one destination up there for hockey. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night... Canadian teams playing? Only one Canadian team playing Wednesday night. Yeah, who's getting the premier treatment in the premier channel? Well, Seems pretty easy, right? The Winnipeg Jets. You would think that that would be the case. Nope, relegated to a secondary channel, so they can bring you Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. And this is Canada this we're is talking Canada. about. This is Canada. And there's two, there's one Canadian team. It just Trent. Look, when free agency rolls around, nobody wants to go there. I get it. It's a it's a, it's a you-know-what hole. I'm okay. Because I, I know nothing of Winnipeg. From November till April, why in God's name would anybody live there if you don't have to? Makes sense. Right. Makes sense. When the trade deadline rolls around, you got to bring in a guy. And he won't wave his no trade contract. Oh, really? No, he doesn't have any interest in him going there. But it's a new building,
3: and it's a great fan base, right?
2: A, a bonkers fan base. I agree with you. Uh, and now they're good finally. And so then that's hockey, right? That's they're how not they playing baseball need a wave. You don't have to play outside. Look from were, but if from outside from Memorial Day until October, it's spectacular, mm-hmm. and then. You know, 60 miles away, there's 100,000 lakes. You know, the Minnesota, mm-hmm. your license plates are the land of 10,000 lakes, yes. and that's a big deal. Yes, it is. Our license plates, ours, not not anymore, land of a home of 100,000 lakes. All of them chock full of fish.
3: So if you're an outdoorsman.
2: It's your wheelhouse.
3: It's a destination place.
2: When I grew up, it was like a Mountain Dew commercial. Honestly, you know, the rope swing, we had the rope swing off the rocks. I had so much fun growing up there in the summer. Yeah. I get why nobody wants to go there in the winter. (laughs) But the slap in the face for the CBC, which is like NBC, CBS, Mm -hmm. ABC, for the CBC to televise Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, two teams from Pennsylvania at the expense of a Canadian market team. But the Come epicenter on. is Toronto,
3: Toronto and they'll Montreal. Get the treatment. Yeah, they'll get the first one. Which class is Northeast treatment. and you mm-hmm. get Philly, Pittsburgh. Uh, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, that's gotta be frustrating. No, it's it's terrible. I mean it doesn't affect me. You know me. what you sound like right now. A fan. Like yeah. A, a like, fan of the college to our north.
2: No well that or any fan. I yes, mean fans yes. that I've dealt with on yes. the air for twenty two years. Yes. I've I'm never the, I've never heard you this. No, well I look at I'm I'm nervous as hell. Oh yeah, I'm. I Wednesday I might vomit. <laughs>
3: I told you last week it's my birthday. Yes, kick off my 38th year with a little mm-hmm. wild in the first round. Well, I haven't watched a full game, and that'll be my first full game I'll watch all year. And they start at six.
2: Six. Six. State I mean, hockey did. can't like that. Well, I don't care. <laughs> uh, but no, six o'clock they st- now the, the series because starts on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's two games that night. They'll gotcha. have a West Coast game mm-hmm. uh, later on, but. I'm giddy, Trent. I, this yeah. this team is the best the best Jets team of my look. At here's the other thing too. i was so excited because you know me and message boards, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I, I I like them. Yeah. I like reading them. I get such a kick out of them. But Hawkeye Lounge is the wild, wild west. I love the lounge. <laughs> um, and there was a thread. And guess what the thread was? Hockey. Winnipeg Jets. Oh, really? So I got drawn in right away. Right? I could yes. my my fingers couldn't keep up with my typing. I'm a hunter and pecker to begin with. <laughs> But um anyways, it's going to be a fun. I hope it is. It's going to yeah. be a fun little while here. It uh it should be. I hope the so. The wild have been inconsistent though he said playing better. They're playing a lot better. A lot better. No, per- they're they're peaking at the right time. Krezy, he's playing well. He's scoring yes. for the first time all year he's scoring with some consistency. Dubnigly, he, he's a huge question. He he makes me nervous. He should. Yeah. Uh, because they're going to go up against a team that scores like in bunches mm-hmm. and got big, fast. Um a scoring team. I mean, the Jets, nobody's seen this team all year long in this yep, market. right. market. Wait till you get a load of these boys. Cause well, it'll be and my wait first till extended you see look the arena. Too. Because okay. this is where whiteout in Arena started. And if you Google whiteout, yeah. it actually gives the Winnipeg Arena credit for actually starting this. And the place will be nuts. Yeah. It'll be so much fun. So much fun. And I hate to bore people, but I'm no, going to, I'm sorry.
3: The, the hockey playoffs are good. They are, aren't they? They are good. Yes. Y- if you're a casual sports fan, this I, is I your learned. time.
2: Yes. And it's kinda of like me for the NBA. Mm-hmm. I've watched well, I watched a lot of T Wolves, but I don't I don't go out of my You're way not to on watch. Wednesday night no. TNT watching both no. both sides of the doubleheader. Absolutely. Friday yeah. night ESPN then right. I'm gonna watch something else. Yeah.
3: Um but now, now it's we're into time it. Of year. Yeah, because no spring
2: football is winding down. Yeah. <laughs> and we got to get through May and June. Yeah, absolutely. We get all the meat off that spring football bone we possibly can. Yes. Uh, baseball's underway, although you wouldn't know with all the um, cancellations postponed. Now, the White Sox are going to try and play. The Cubs have canceled. Okay, so the stadiums are
3: 30 miles away from each other. Are they that far? Maybe not even. 20?
2: Would, yeah. Um, and the, I saw pictures of both Wrigley Field this morning. Yeah. And uh, what is it called now? So it's not U.S. sell. It's mortgage a, up movement. B- mortgage buy your mortgage from a stadium, right? Guaranteed more guaranteed, guaranteed rate. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, there rate, it like is. Um, but they both looked unplayable. Sure, but the White Sox, I, I don't, to my knowledge, have not canceled yet. Meanwhile, the White the Cubbies. Uh, have already said um, we're going to try this again tomorrow.
3: Well, and they had that open date built in
2: for tomorrow. Because of, right, they're the last team to open. Right. Isn't that crazy?
3: Well, and it's because I think they asked for an extra series. Because so, of the weather? Because of the renovations?
2: Oh, that would make sense. Yes. Yeah, that, you know what? They wouldn't. Add, they wouldn't grant that request because of weather, right? But because of, now that makes sense. I mean, Trent, I think you. I think you found something there. Yes, I believe you're right.
3: And uh, still no postponement. White Sox and Tampa. They're getting ready for the first pitch. Mm. Otani yesterday,
2: and again, oh. I just followed it on Twitter. I started to move over there, but I couldn't turn the masters yeah. off even for a minute because. You know, you love the Masters because of how few commercials are inserted mm-hmm. into the broadcast. I didn't want to miss anything. And they're quick commercials. Yeah, it doesn't take long. and no, You're right no. back to the action. So you don't
3: get the flip that you normally get around. I didn't see
2: any Otani. I, I
3: didn't either. It was the same way. Twitter and then watch the highlights on MLB, MLB Network. But Otani Mania? It's
2: crazy, isn't it?
3: Take me back to 82. You're, you're a big baseball guy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Fernando Mania. It was bonkers. Are we heading in this, in a similar path here? <sighs> Well, be, uh, a young guy coming up. Yeah, we've seen young guys be good. Mm-hmm. Ichiro, he was ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. And and it's
2: funny. But can you imagine for uh, Valenzuela, Fernando Mania, in with the internet, right? And with Twitter. Well, and then if he was
3: going out three out of every five days, and also DHing and right, getting bombs, yeah,
2: three consecutive
3: games. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. It's it's, nuts. it's unthinkable. Mm-hmm. And when this first came up, and when we first started hearing the name Otani, I rolled my eyes. No way, no way. He might prove to be good at one of them. Mm-hmm. There's no way this will
2: work. Right, and this is the major leagues. We're talking is, about. Right, right. You don't I just... get what he did in Japan, but this yes. is the major leagues. And
3: he's 23. Uh-huh. Maybe down the line, it could be something. A he's, couple... not, he's not ready for not this stage now.
2: yet. now. Nope.
3: <laughs> Home runs in three consecutive games. Takes a perfect game into the seventh. It's nuts. And he'll yeah. probably get today off. I'll be back dh for the next couple days mm-hmm.
2: after that. It's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. It's an awesome it's story. It's a great story so far. We will take a timeout. We'll talk some Iowa State when we come back. Uh, in the same segment, we're going to uh, talk to Scott Dockerman. So clones and Hawkeyes when we continue here. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I until 2 on 1700 KBGG.
0: Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough.
3: Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it. And if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the Gak and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level. No more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers.
4: My name is Becky Mooney and I'm with the Sparkle Run. This is our fifth year of the Sparkle Run in memory of Aaron Mooney, who passed away from leukemia in October of 2013. The Sparkle Run benefits local nonprofits who support families affected by childhood cancer. This year's event is on Sunday, May 6th and will benefit the Pinky Swear Foundation, who supports families through rent and mortgage payments, car payments, insurance, child care, and gas cards. We will have family activities and packet pickup from 12 to 2 p.m., a 5K walk and run at 2 p.m., and a one-mile Fun run at 3 p.m. All this is held at DMAC in Ankeny. For more information or to register, go to getme register.com backslash the Sparkle Run. Sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. You have enough things to worry
0: about every day. Insurance shouldn't be one of them. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. How would you like $50 to try an app that could change your life? For a limited time, when you download the Tackle app for free, you will get $50 off your first job. Tackle gives you access to background check providers ready to make your life better. Have your house clean, yard mowed, junk hauled away, furniture put together, or hang a TV. Really, whatever small jobs or chores you need taken care of, Tackle can do. Need it done now? Well, most jobs can be finished in an hour or two. Ready for someone to make your life easier? There are hundreds of pre-priced chores you can tackle today. This is a limited time offer, so don't miss out. If you need a small job or chore done, then download the free Tackle app now and get $50 off your first job. Let Tackle show you how great it feels to get your to-do list done. That's Tackle. T-A-K-L. Let's tackle today.
5: Raise your paw and raise it high. The ARL's largest event of the year, the Raise Your Paw Auction, is coming up on April 28th at the Iowa Event Center in Des Moines. This fun event features silent and live auctions, a wine hall, raffle prizes, great food, great music, interactions with ARL's TheraPets, and more. All proceeds support the mission of the ARL and help care for thousands of animals in our care each year. This is a sellout event, so get your tickets now at arl-iowa.org slash raiseyourpaw.
7: Restaurant. Well, it's that time of year again. Tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services.
4: Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When
8: I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready
0: to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG.
2: All right, welcome back. We continue on here. Going to talk some clothes with Dylan Moss momentarily. Going to talk some hawks with Scott Dockerman land at 10 in about 10 minutes or so as uh, we move inside spring football final week of spring football for iowa state two more weeks for iowa they will have their spring game uh a week from friday night iowa state this coming saturday afternoon dylan montz will be there for it uh dylan joins us uh dylan trenton ken thanks for coming on how was your weekend
8: not too bad guys uh not looking forward to the snow i i've been working from home all day, so not looking forward to getting out there into the cold weather again. But hopefully by the end of the week, we'll we'll be rid of it.
2: Yeah, no, I'm with I'm with you because the spring game kicks at what time? One o'clock?
8: One o'clock. Yeah, and the, the gates open at noon for for people to start going in.
2: Well, uh, there's certainly going to be a lot of anticipation around this team. We'll have plenty of th- weeks uh, in the months ahead to, to discuss, uh, you know, to look at the team in depth. But as we go through spring, Dylan, um, I know the secondary was in the spotlight PV and Payne, two names that uh, Cyclone fans. Are really going to hope have terrific years because in a in a conference where the quarterbacks and the offensive coordinators like to chuck the football around, you need guys uh, that can cover. And Iowa State's got two. I like both of them. You know, they're diff- depending on what game I watch. I like I like Payne better than PV one week and vice versa the next week. Point being, Iowa State's in a pretty good spot with their corners.
8: Yeah, really are. Uh, they're both seniors this year, so obviously better than guys and. Um, Brian Peavy's been been with the program for five years and pain now, uh, going into his third year. So it's really kind of uh, the the consistency and the continuity back there is really key, especially when you talk about trying to replace three safeties, uh, the number of young cornerbacks that they're going to have behind those guys, with guys like Richard Bones and Arnold Azuna, Batron Young. Um, It's really important to have two really solid corners that can go one-on-one with guys um, just to kind of have some stability back there and, um, PV will he's a true corner. He'll spend all the time in the corner. But Payne is a little bit uh, more interesting. He can kind of move back into that star safety position if they need. So he's got some versatility to, versatility to him. And uh, it's really important to have two guys back there that you can really count on, as you mentioned.
3: Well, you mentioned those safety spots and the way that they are configured defensively. There's some names in there that I think some people will know. Any new names starting to crop up throughout the spring? Any, any uh, maybe surprises to you among those three safeties?
8: Uh, I don't know if I'd say any surprises, but it just kind of the names we've heard have kind of just reinforced that they're they're going to be young and that they're going to go young back there. Um, Greg Isworth is the junior college uh, junior college player coming in. Um, he's probably in line to start in one of those spots. Uh, the guy that's been talked about quite a bit is uh, Lawrence White too Uh, he started the Liberty Bowl Um, I think he started in place of I'm pretty sure he did Um, when he was
2: suspended I think that's the case Dylan
8: yeah so I I mean he had a little bit of experience in a starting role um, and then he played sparingly and kind of um, you know a little bit all throughout last year so uh, we talked to him last week and it sounded like um, just having that game under his belt as a starter really kind of helped build confidence and um, when you're playing back there in the in the secondary, that's kind of really what it's about, too. Obviously, you need to know your keys and, and where to look and everything, but knowing that you can stop guys and get a tackle and uh, do what they're asking you to do is really important. So having that little bit of uh, experience for him, I think, really kind of shores that up. And I know he's a guy that's uh, still a young guy, a, uh Richard knows that they're really excited about.
2: Uh, Arnold Azuna, is that another name that uh, might see more playing time uh... I mean, I know he's behind the two guys that we just let off talking about, Payne and Beavy. but I th- correct me if I'm wrong. I thought that there was um, a buzz around him at some point.
8: Yeah, there really was in, in fall camp and kind of leading up to the season last year. And then he dealt with some injuries that kind of kept him, um, you know, especially early on from really realizing any uh, you know really meaningful snaps. But I think he's a guy that will certainly be in the rotation and, um, you know, another guy that's kind of in that mold of athletic and can play physical and, and move around really well. So I think they're they're kind of looking forward to seeing what he can do when he has a full offseason uh, under his belt, where he's healthy and going into the season, kind of feeling a little bit better about where he is.
3: Over to the offensive side of the ball, Dylan. You had a uh, an article last week about Nawagdu making his way back from that Achilles injury. What the trainer said? Again, th- this is a quote that is absolutely baffling The uh, Mark Cobberly, the athletic trainer, speaking of that tear. Normally the tear is pretty clean. His was kind of blown up like it was hit with a bazooka. I'm no doctor. That doesn't sound good,
8: Dylan. Yeah, I, when he said that, I saw my eyebrows raised up. I mean, especially when you consider that it was a no-contact injury. I think he was going over a hurdle in practice or something, so it wasn't even like... Mm-hmm it got bent a weird way or, you know, you hit a guy wrong and you fall on it wrong. I mean, it's just uh, one of those freak things. And uh, yeah, so his timeline was a little bit more cloudy because of that. They, they kind of estimate sometimes it's six months to nine months, sometimes nine to 11 months. And I think um, for him to be feeling where he was really, really, you know, feeling pretty good, it was like uh, 10 or 11 months. So it's, it's a really slow process to, to get back to where you're feeling good and, uh, you have to retrain. Uh, I think Coberly told me they had to retrain his gait, so his normal stepping pattern had to kind of be relearned because he was in a walking boot for so so long and kind of off his feet. So it was a really long process. But from from all accounts, from coaches, players, and even what Coberly told me, uh, you can't really notice uh, much of anything uh, when he's out there running around. He looks really good so far
2: uh Deshante Jones we talked about him a lot last year Dylan I think we both and I want to put words in your mouth but I think that you know as I recall we both thought that this was a guy that was going to have a big big role in this offense uh last year and I get Trevor Ryan was a senior and they could they they had a lot of trust in Trevor Ryan and you know at the end of the day why wouldn't they um is this going to be his year will we finally you know see Deshante Jones and maybe uh, the one that we thought that we'd have seen up until this point because on um, you know game-by-game basis, you see flashes of this, uh, but it's never really taken that full-blown step. Is Deshante Jones a guy that they think is going to break out?
8: Yeah, I, I certainly think they have all the confidence in him. I was talking to wide receivers coach Brian Gasser the other week. He said, obviously, you, you can look at kind of the usage and the numbers with Deshante and it would have been easy for him to be disappointed and kind of, um, you know, detached a little bit. But uh, he said he was one of the guys that really attacked the offseason really hard and came in and, um, you know, was really dialed in. And obviously having Trevor Ryan there, like you said, it was kind of a security blanket, and he's a guy um, that, that they had a lot of confidence in. But they also showed that with Deshante's uh, true freshman year that they had the confidence in him too. It was just a matter of, um, you know, having all those different players out there with Alan Mathard and. Archie Murdoch and Akeem Butler, uh, Trevor Ryan. There, the targets, the catches, all the all those things are, are kind of limited, and you have to kind of nail some guys out. I think um, kind of with uh, the wide receiver group will be uh, deep, and you know there they will have those targets now with Butler and Matt Eaton, and um, you know Deshante. I think that's right in there is kind of their quote unquote big three um, that could really kind of uh, provide stability to the wide receivers. So I think he'll kind of Um, You know, shake off whatever, you know, uh, held him back or limited him last year and have a big role in the offense.
3: Speaking of roles in the offense, Mike Warren goes into his senior year, a ridiculously good season, and then David Montgomery just proved to be better. What kind of role is he going to have, if any, going into a senior season?
8: Yeah, that's a really, really good question. I don't know if I really have a great answer. Obviously, uh, it's really competitive right there. Um, at running back right now with David Montgomery. And um, like we were talking about with Kenei Wong, Wongu, he, he can play in the running back spot or he can flex out as a wide receiver. You have Johnny Lang, you have Sheldon Crony. And it, there's, it, it's kind of crazy to think what that room looks like now as opposed to even 2015 where Mike Warren was literally, uh, you know, along with Joshua Thomas, he was the only guy and, and got the bulk of those carries. Uh, you have to find some way to separate yourself. And so... Uh, I think all those guys do some different things. Um, I, I think for, for Mike, it's just going to have to you know, find a way to carve out your niche a little bit. I don't know what that is, um, but I think uh, that's that's the only way you're going to separate yourselves, whether you um, get back there and, and help with the return game on special teams again, kind of alongside K-May, or so whether it's like a running back. It'll be interesting to kind of see what they do with him for sure.
2: They've got depth. There's no question about it. A uh, nice problem to have, I guess. Dylan, we'll talk to you. We'll uh, set up the spring game with you on Friday. We appreciate what you do for us. Amestrib.com for Dylan Montz, Travis Hines, and all the fine staff at the Ames Tribune. Amestrib.com. Dylan, thank you. Talk to you on Friday.
8: Sounds good, guys. Thank you. Good to
2: talk to you. Dylan Montz on Iowa State. Let's go right from Iowa State to Iowa City and grab our uh, buddy Scott Dockerman, land the tennis we talk some Hawks. Doc, Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Hey, good. Glad the is finally melting. Oh, it is? <laughs> You're lucky over there. <laughs> yeah. uh, did, you, did you watch the Masters, Doc? Are you a golf fan?
9: I'm not a real golf fan, so I, w- I wouldn't have a great opinion on it. I did watch it. I had it on in the background, basically, while I was doing other work. I that 's just one sport i 've never really gotten into because i haven 't been good enough to get into it yeah. so, <laughs> so uh, but you know I pay attention to it, sure
2: frustrating as you know what <laughs> uh, well doc uh, since we spoke there 's been a number of opportunities media wise for you um, I guess the special teams has really been uh, was were really in focus going back to Friday. Your biggest takeaway from the uh, from the media availability, Amir Smith Marset sounds like he's going to get his opportunity uh, to show what he can do in both the punt return as well as the uh, kick return. Uh, did, did that make sense that he would that they would turn to him? And what else did you take away from the, from Friday's presser?
9: Yeah, I think so. I think you know he is an explosive athlete. He proved that. He had a real bonehead moment and kind of drew me back to the gator bowl or Tex Flayer Bowl or whatever when Jonathan Parker stepped out of bounds and that's Oof. exactly what he did to it like the one. But but then, you know, he came right back and had a you know a touchdown and you know got called back by about twenty yards. But you know, he's an explosive player, very fast. When it comes to kickoff, he's exactly the type of player you want there because he's long, lean, he can get really into the hole, be very explosive, find his hole and cut and hit it. Um, you know, I'm more intrigued by what he could or couldn't bring for punt return because, I mean, the first thing you got to do is secure the ball, and then it's quick twitch. It's, you know, make somebody miss, you know, and then accelerate. And, you know, sometimes you see it, you know, at the NFL, you'll see a couple of people who could do remarkable things in both roles, but usually they're two different skill sets. So I'm intrigued by that. I do think Kyle Gronenwig is probably going to be a guy who's going to figure it in that punt return. Role. I mean, he was, you know, really good in Division Two at, at Sioux Falls, and you know, he walked on at Iowa. at that out last year, and and I think he might figure into that punt return uh, role. And then Ivory Kelly Martin is another one. And I, I, you know, he last year he was he was pretty decent as a kick returner, not quite as explosive as Amir Smith set, but I could see them both being back there on kick return. And I, I'd, you know, Kelly Martin's got a similar wiggle to him as maybe somebody like a Darren Sproles. So, you know, he's perfect in that role. I could see him fitting that one, uh, you know, punt returner as well.
3: Friday off, also an opportunity to talk with Kelvin Bell, defensive line coach and recruiting coordinator, and uh thought it was interesting, him, uh, how he sells Iowa, how he sells trying to get kids from outside the Midwest to, to make it there. And he basically told you guys what he, he tells his own story, the way that he made his way to Iowa City
9: yeah i mean he's from olive branch mississippi which is a northern mississippi you know not far south of of memphis and and so he tells people you know what he thinks when he goes there because you know quite frankly we know what iowa's like we know what iowa city's like but if you're from another part of the country or you're from you know an an urban area you think uh, you know only thing iowa is is you know farms and cornfields and And, you know, yes, that's a very important part of our economy, no doubt about it. But Iowa City's not. And so, um, you know, he has to make sure to, to kind of reiterate that to other people that, look, this was my path to Iowa City. This is why you would be interested in coming. And then once they get here, then it's like, wow, I didn't realize it was going to be like this. I didn't realize that the college campus was like this, that Iowa City was like this. So, you know, that's that's pretty much what he has to do to sell those uh, players on even getting to Iowa and what it's like.
2: Mm. Read your piece on uh, the punting game as well. It was uh, seriously lacking last year, Doc. Uh, Rastetter Gersande, it seems like he's going to be the guy this year. Rastetter is better. Uh, Doing that rugby punt, uh, he seemed to be more effective. But uh, is Gersandi the guy they want to win this job? Uh, Kind of a disappointing year last year. Injuries, uh, et cetera, kind of nagging him and preventing him maybe from stepping up. Is Gersandi the guy that they believe uh, will win this job ultimately?
9: That's the guy they absolutely want to win that job. I mean, he is a scholarship athlete. He came there last year. You know, it's kind of an interesting backstory. He's from Australia, or he lived there from age 2 to 14, um, you know, and he was from the Milwaukee area. And, he, uh, you know, Iowa knew in order he was going to go either walk on at Michigan or Wisconsin, and Iowa knew they had to come up with a scholarship to get him. And he, he came, and, and, yeah, injuries, a back injury kind of prevented him from kicking all year. You know, when he was out there, he wasn't too bad. You know, 42 and a half yards of punt, that's exactly what you would want. Uh, for that position, but um, you know he needs to be out there, and yeah, they want him to win the job. He's six four, left footed, you know, really, you know, can really kick. So um, more of a traditional punter. Uh, Colton Rastetter, you know, as you mentioned, you know, last year rugby punting was pretty much the only way he was successful. Um, I don't think that's the way to win. And when you have a team like Iowa, um, where they value possessions a little bit more than other teams, that they're not wide as explosive, um, that's something where you can give the defense, you, 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 you force the opposing offense to go one more first down against your defense if you have a good punter. And that that's how Iowa has won games before, because that extra first down is really hard to get. But if if you're surrendering to, basically, is what you're getting with a bad punter, uh, you're, you could put yourself in trouble really quickly.
3: Doc, uh, speaking of special teams, there'll be a new long snapper, and... Well welcome to the off season. We talk about long snappers <laughs> Iowa, I cannot think of a bad a terrible snap in a long time though they they've had a good run of it. Who are some names that are are emerging there and I believe was it Cloy's little brother maybe in the mix
2: <laughs> yeah
3: rock and roll No,
9: we're not e- we're, we're talking long snappers is not even June. Yeah. Come oh <laughs> so, uh, on. No, uh, <laughs>
5: yeah,
9: they've got like three guys that, um, that they're looking at. I think Jack Subbert is going to be the guy who wins that job. Uh, but Austin, he I am not really up on it, The pronunciation of his <laughs> name, um, him and, and Marshall Coluzzi have a chance. So I guess we'll see them all, um, you know, in the spring game or winter game, whatever it ends up being in a week and a <laughs> half. And, uh, you know hopefully it's spring game and and uh you know probably figure it out but i would say jackson subbert who's uh you know from williamsburg he's a junior he's been around the program he's bigger than what tyler kluver was i think he's got a chance to probably win that job and as you mentioned iowa has been either lucky or good in that regard for a long time uh, casey kreider was just retained by the denver, denver broncos yeah. and then you have uh you know i think tyler kluver you know he's He's a little on the smallest side, but I think if he gets into a camp, he's got a chance to make an impression. So, um, you know, they've had some a good run of uh, long snappers there. Uh,
2: we started with a non-football question. We'll end with one. Did you see Paterno on Saturday night?
9: I did not, and I do want to watch that because I heard it was really good. We All know right. Blake Al Pacino played uh, – him.
2: He was so good. He was terrific in that role, Doc. Uh, uh, you'll have to watch it when you do. Uh, make sure you alert me because I, I didn't. Trent didn't see it. I, I badly want to talk about this, and uh, there's nobody to talk to. <laughs> uh, great stuff, Scott Dockerman. Thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you next week, Doc. All
9: right. Thank you. Thank appreciate you. Scott it, Scott
2: Dockerman. Land to ten. Him and Bobby Legess, pumping out the Iowa content on a daily basis. In Paterno, yes. There's a trivia question for you. Okay. What member of Iowa State is mentioned? Of Iowa State. Of Iowa State, and it's kind of a trick question. Is mentioned oh. in the movie Paterno. Mac Brown, wasn't he assistant way back in the day? He was way back in the yeah. day, but no, he's on i he's at Iowa State now. A player. He's at Iowa. State. Matt Campbell. State. No. The quarterback for Illinois in the Paternos Sheelhouse. 409 with Nate Sheelhouse. Oh, wow. Now, you have to listen to the play-by-play of the game, but they mentioned Nate Sheila's anyways. Uh, we will come back. Uh, we'll wrap things up. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG.
0: News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700KBGG.com.
5: To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox Signature System from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB
3: website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside.
0: And now, an ad from Mom.
6: Bundle home and auto with Progressive and save on your car insurance. Excuse excuse me, maybe we should add in the word money so they know that they're saving
5: money. I'm just going to add that in there, okay? Hello? Just nodding at me. Okay, well, he's got enough buttons to push in there.
1: Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto.
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The 4 for 4 from Wendy's has a lot of fans because it's a deal that gives you a sandwich plus four nuggets, a small fry, and drink, all for just $4. But now the 4 for 4 has more variety than ever with eight sandwich choices.
6: I'm loyal to the double stack.
3: I'm junior baking cheeseburger through and through.
0: I pledge myself to the crispy chicken sandwich. I'm loyal to my hunger. Whether you're loyal to one sandwich or all eight. The Wendy's 4 for 4 has a sandwich for you, so try them all and pick your favorite.
6: Now that's deliciously different. And participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii.
3: On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide. Implement education programs in colleges and high schools to Prevent suicide and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check afsp.org/slash Iowa. For more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa chapter. Online, AFSP.org slash Iowa.
10: Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down? Or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life.
2: Welcome back, our final segment. Hopefully, we'll talk to Jason Looch, one of the uh, par- part of the uh, all Family Racing Stable. Free Drop Billy is in the Kentucky Derby. Third straight year, the all uh, will have one in. Uh, Brody's cause a couple of years ago. Jay boys Echo last year. Free Drop Billy this year. We want to spend a couple of minutes with Jason. Uh, Trent, it's, um, well, that is, we've come to that point on the calendar. <laughs> yes, we have. Uh, that it's um, going to be different as far as do- doing tube talk. Tonight it's probably all about NBA, right? With all the postponements in baseball, Mm -hmm. uh, the the T-Wolves are in a big spot. We talked uh, some NBA in the first hour of the program. Memphis is out of it. Minnesota needs to win both of their games this week uh, in order to find themselves safely in. And just because they get in, you want to avoid the seven or the eight Uh, Seed if you possibly can (laughs) Because if you get the 7 of the 8 That means you're either going to face Houston or Golden State Well good luck with that Portland's the 3 So if you can manage to work your way to 6 Lots of games to be played uh, With playoff teams And really hard to predict But what are you going to watch tonight?
3: I'm back into the T-Wolves And last week before Butler came back uh, The Lakers game was Mm -hmm. it Friday night
2: yeah, he was eligible Thursday, the mm-hmm. first of back-to-backers he didn't play.
3: Yeah, he went through warm-ups, right. and they decided to hold him out one more Twitter day. Twitter went crazy with
2: all the T-Wolves <laughs> yes, fans. Yes,
3: and at that point, I was just, I was so sick of them. I was so sick of the team. They were uninspired. They weren't fun to watch. No, they're not. And I just, I don't want them to get in playoffs and Rocks lose in the first round. That's, that's where I was. Mm-hmm. And then I watch him Friday night, and I get excited again. Mm-hmm. And now I'm back in. Now I've got a
2: really good final 12 minutes because that game, it was closer than I thought it was was going to be. I thought that they were going to just, you know, just having Butler on the floor would give them enough of a bump to get this team enthused again. Because they just, Trent, and maybe it's a product league-wide and I don't watch enough of it during the regular season to really have a, a strong opinion. But it's it's like the lack of enthusiasm. You're a professional player making millions of dollars. I I must be a grind. I get it. But you're playing a game, mm-hmm. and people are paying a lot of money to see you play that game. Show a little effort. Uh, there
3: there are times this team is incredibly frustrating, and I don't but... think
2: they're alone. No, but no. The no. Wolves who I watch more like you, probably mm-hmm. uh, I see it nighted, and it's and you know the. Uh, um, the, the the main culprit is I think it's it's Andrew Wiggins. Yeah,
3: absolutely, absolutely. He he should be such a better player mm-hmm. than he is. He
2: can score, yes, but he doesn't do anything else. Uh, but he can play defense, and he that's can. what's frustrating. I I watched him. Of all the games I watched him play, I thought I saw him play really try on the defensive end <laughs> of the floor once, one night. <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, and here's the thing, as you well know, because you fire on a daily basis. Yes, the totals, regular season NBA. Opposed to the totals of NBA playoff games. Mm -hmm. The number comes down significantly. Why? Because they're willing to play some defense. You're
3: grinding the whole time. It's it's not. All right, we'll take a couple plays off, a couple times down off here, and save, conserve energy. Now it's completely the other way. So, yeah, T-Wolves about Grizzlies. Now, they're favored by 16.5. I mean, home game. Back in the playoffs. They lost this team a couple weeks ago. I know. I know. So, maybe not exactly the slam dunk that still 16 and a half. They should, and all they
2: have to do is win. You don't have to cover tonight. Just win. Just win. All right, let's grab Jason Luch, one of the owners of Free Drop Billy. Uh, They finished, well, they've crossed the finish line fourth uh, in the Bluegrass Stake, but were elevated to third via disqualification. Jason, Trenton, Ken, how are you? Good, yeah, thanks for having me on, Ken. I uh, appreciate you coming on. Uh, listen, congratulations. Uh, an, eventful, an eventful horse race in uh, Lexington this weekend. You're out in the center of the track. You're, you're free of, uh, at least you would have thought, you would have been free of any traffic. And here comes uh, the, the horse that was running third at the time, just ducked out sharply, causing free-drop Billy to, to have to take up significantly.
1: Uh, was your Did your heart skip a beat when you saw that? Well, he did. You know, coming down to the turn there, we saw Billy moving up from the uh, from the pack, and he was coming around the, the the turn coming home. He was making a nice move, and I knew the circumstances. You know, we talked about Friday is that we had to get third, maybe fourth, and yep. so we're 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 in the top four coming home. I'm like, just get third. Let's let's just sew this thing up to get in the Kentucky Derby. That we don't want to be on the bubble, and you know, I'm just uh, it's so close to the finish line. All of a sudden, this horse gets up, and I'm like, whoa! I mean, just, and, you know, I can't hardly believe it. And, uh, unfortunately for us, they did the right thing. We, we felt you know, confident we were going to pass him, and, and then, you know, he absolutely got in our way, and so they did the right thing, and at that time, you just never know, You never trust what the stewards are going to do, and you're, you're dealing with D. Wayne Lucas, and he has a lot of power in the industry, you know, so in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, man, I hope they do the right thing. And, and thankfully, Keenan and Stewart third did the right thing, got moved up to third. and secured enough points to get in our third straight Kentucky Derby, so we're real excited. Jason, three in a row
3: for you. The first one, I'm sure, was just a crazy, but now it's becoming a little bit of old hat. What makes this one different? What makes this one different from your other appearances there at the Derby?
1: Well, it's just that, hey, every year I keep saying, you know, wow, this is a dream come true, and, and how hard this business is. Kim knows that he's been the horse business, and it's so hard to, yep. to get to your goal of getting to the Kentucky Derby. and. And, you know, going into the year, we, we had a lot, a lot of confidence that we were going to get here, but it, we were down to our last bullet. And, um, you know, you just can't take these moments for granted. You've got to cherish every minute of this. And because I keep every year I keep saying this could be our only one, you never know. There's no guarantees in this business. Mm-hmm. And so I, I treat this like our first one. It's as exciting as all get out. We're going to enjoy every minute of it and soak it up. And eventually, uh, you know, our goal is not to make the Derby. we gotta, we got to run good and get uh, you know, hopefully hit the board or win one of these things someday because that's that's the next goal and and uh, it's going to take a lot of luck and and uh, but we'll see what happens.
2: Well, you're you're comfortably in as far as the points at, at this point, so you don't have that to worry about. As you mentioned, it's going to be a twenty horse field. You're going to be um, probably I don't know twenty to one. There's a lot of a lot of. Uh, uh, don't you think you'll probably be around there, Jason? Maybe twenty
1: five. I to think one? morning line. I think morning line will be twenty to thirty to one. Yeah. I, this, I don't know. Can you been so as long as I have, and I, I honestly, I'm going to just say this because <laughs> this has got to be one of the deepest, strongest, toughest that I can ever remember. Um, uh, this, there's five or six horses, and I, I, you know, <laughs> that are as good as I've seen in a long, long time. Justify and Audible and Magnum Moon, and if you took out, if we just took out Todd pleasure we'd have a great team. <laughs> so <laughs> he's got four or five horses that are just outstanding. Him and Baffert, so it's going to be a challenge. Um, you know, the good thing for us is. We think our horse wants to get a mile and a quarter. Agree. Um, and the longer, the better. Our jockey came off there, and, and, and the first thing he said is this horse he wants to keep on running. A lot of horses in the Kentucky Derby don't have that pedigree to get a mile and a quarter. So, you know, we're going to have to have a lot of luck, obviously. Hopefully uh, we have a great month of training. we got four weeks, you know, to the Derby. And, and you know, we we'll just hopefully get a clean trip and just hopefully that things go right. On that given day and get a little horse racing luck
2: yeah you, absolutely with 20 horse fields you're going to need it well jason we wanted to follow up our conversation on friday congratulations to you the entire family you're in the kentucky derby for the third consecutive year that is an amazing amazing feat we will talk to you leading up to the race and uh, uh, again congratulations jason thanks for coming all
1: time love to talk about it thanks a lot guys good to talk to thanks, jason luch
2: a part of the alba family racing stable Year number three consecutive. Amazing. It really and truly is. Now, look, they invest a lot of money in this to get there, but there's mm-hmm. no guaranteed. No guarantees whatsoever. Uh, it is so difficult to do. And they've done it. So
3: what kind of chance do you give them as a handicapper? Not not your feelings, because obviously you want to see them well, do well.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, there's still a long way to go with okay. the post positions, et cetera. I agree with Jason wholeheartedly. Um, there's going to be a lot of horses in that field that want no part of a mile and a quarter. His horse wants that. Okay. And in the Kentucky Derby, there's going to be a sprint, in all likelihood, to the first turn. And then it, the term is if the race falls apart, where if the speed starts to back up, mm-hmm. Jason's got a horse that's going to come from off the pace. Not a long way off, but uh, has a running style that it's suited to it. You just never know. Look, mind that bird won a race. And what was he, 90-something to one? Just incredible. 50 to one, huge price. Anything can happen. It's been favorites the last five years. For once, in, uh, we're, we're due to have a long shot win. Why wouldn't it be the bird? <laughs> I mean, free drop, Billy. Uh, we will um, come back tomorrow.
3: Yeah. You and Jimmy B today? Uh, Wolfgang will be stopping by. Going to be talking with Tom Cakert a little bit. Kelvin Bell, of course, talked on Friday mm-hmm. uh, as we were on the air. But uh, a little deeper look at some football recruiting with Tom. Uh, basketball, basketball Excuse me, starting to heat up the AAU circuit. DJ Carton continues to blow up. What does that mean for Iowa? What does that mean for Iowa State, who's involved right now? Mm -hmm. So get a little recruiting talk
2: with Tom and uh, be with you on your drive home from 4 until 6. Absolutely. We're back tomorrow at noon. Appreciate you listening. Zuba Mehente tomorrow. Zuba spent the week at the Masters. Look forward to catching up with him. He'll join us at about 1225. We hope you can join us as well. Appreciate you listening right here to 1700 KBGG.
0: You found your home for real sports talk, for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying
8: jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement
7: pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Three, three. Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines.
2: At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people. Parents, students, families, like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together we can solve hunger.
5: Hi, this is Francis Graziano, president of Graziano Brothers, an Italian food specialty store located on the corner of South Union and Jackson in Des Moines. I would like to thank you for making Graziano Brothers a South Side tradition since 1912. We are so proud to offer the best homemade Italian sausage. The Graziano recipe is based on the flavors my grandfather Francesco and my great-uncle Luigi remembered as children growing up in Italy. 106 years and three generations later, the tradition remains. Our family recipe is made from top quality pork and secret Italian seasonings using no artificial preservatives. If you can't get to Graziano's today, stop by Hy-Vee, Fairway, Price Chopper, Cash Saver, Brick Street Market, or Save A Lot and pick up a pack or two in the meat department. Try replacing ground beef or pork with Graziano's Italian sausage in your favorite dishes. It's sure to add a wonderful kick to your meals. Graziano Brothers is your only choice when it comes to good taste. Come visit us. It's worth the trip.
6: more sports but you want more sports rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct tv call rockstar satellite 515-262-STAR call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR
4: cap is back